0: Hey, my friend, welcome to the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and I believe that life is too short to be miserable. I learned that lesson a long time ago, and so each week I'll bring you a new episode to help you learn to trust yourself, choose joy, and feel peace. Thank you so much for being here and spending this time with me to work on you. Do me a favor and hit subscribe so I can be in your downloads each and every week. For now, let's get on with the show. I hope you've realized by now that I make a ton of mistakes, and I love to share them with you so that you can apply the lessons to your life and hopefully not do the same things that I have done. So today I'm going to share with you a near miss on what have could have been an embarrassing communication failure. So let me give you a little bit of the backstory so it makes more sense when I get to the big mistake. So I work with an individual that's not a friend to me at all. You know the type. Every time they speak to you, they're being rude and condescending. You feel as if they're waiting to catch you doing something wrong so they can spring their trap and you try to do something right. And the minute you leave the room, there's the ever so helpful backbiting that unravels all you're trying to do. And then some, yeah, that person, you probably have someone in mind that does that with you, right? So anytime I receive a phone call or an email from this person, I instantly jump into defense mode and I know it's ridiculous, yet it didn't happen overnight. It got to this point through a series of events that wiped away any and all trust I have of this individual. So now you have the perfect picture in mind of my arch nemesis, let me enter into my story. I had some events coming up and had sent an email to the people who were involved and The replies just started coming in. And within a few hours, I had one from this individual and I opened it with my usual hesitation. I could feel my heart beating a little more quickly. And it's almost like I open it with my eyes half shut so that I can kind of close them if there's something bad on the other end, like a horror movie, right? And within those few lines of the reply, I was already upset. My feelings were hurt. I knew that the reply all option had been used by accident and that the snarky comment wasn't meant for me. I just knew that that was not for my eyes. And those were the thoughts that were running through my mind that, and other thoughts so quickly that I couldn't even grasp them long enough to really evaluate. And I wanted to reply with the same meanness and go off on anyone and everyone and After my internal rant and my hurt subsided a little bit, I reached out to two people I trust to ask them if the email was truly mean or if I was blowing it out of proportion. So as a side note, I can be hotheaded, big surprise, and I have a bit of a temper. I'm a Scorpio, so there's that. And I've learned over the years to double check before I unleash my inner beast. In fact, I hate to have knee-jerk reactions because usually when I do, I find out that I was way wrong. So I sent a couple quick messages to my friends asking for their thoughts on this email, and I waited patiently for their responses, and I knew that they would come back to validate my feelings. They would say they totally understood and how rude, and then I started getting their replies, and I was a little surprised when they didn't think that it was an issue, They were like, well, it actually sounds pretty good to me. What? How could they miss the obvious? So I thought they were blind for a minute. I thought, what the heck is going on? I value these people though, because they don't just jump on my train. Like they really try to give me an honest opinion. That's why I went to them on purpose. So I took a breath and I wanted to look at that email again to see what they saw. When I read it, I realized that I had left out one word, one word, just one, but that one word created a communication failure that tipped me over and nearly made me look like a complete ass to a lot of people. Please tell me you've done something like that and can feel me here. So I'm not alone. I wish I could say that that was the only time I've had a communication failure like that. No, I can't. It's happened lots of times. I've misread texts from my ex-husband, my mom, my friends, and even my kids. And communication failures like those, I have learned, are signs of an underlying issue. Somewhere in my life, every time something like that has come up, there is a boundary that's being crossed. And it's time to find it and to fix it. So over time, I have found kind of some underlying issues. And I want to share with you five ways to avoid a communication failure. Five ways to be able to avoid that, well, hopefully have a near miss or avoid it altogether, but not have to go back and apologize or put your foot in your mouth or look like an ass. Like I've almost I've done on more than one occasion. True. Anyway, first thing I want you to do is do just what I did and ask a friend to share their thoughts. Now, not just any friend. It needs to be a friend who won't jump on the train with you, but will call you on your shit if you need it. I have both, right? I think you probably do too. You've got those friends that you can call and say, look at this injustice that's happened to me. And they're instantly there to fight for you and with you and jump on that wagon with you. And then you have your other friends that you can go to who will say, okay, now listen, I totally get where you're coming from. I feel your pain, but maybe there's another possibility here. Let's consider some of those. So you need to find some of those people. If you don't have them, create them, find them, even tell your friends, look, I need an honest opinion. I need you to look at this without emotion in it. Another thing I want you to do when you're in a situation like that is to take a breather before you reply. I want you to take a step back and look at that again. Look at the communication or the words or the phrase again. If it's on screen, look at it from a different screen. Sometimes a bigger screen, either from your phone to your computer or vice versa, a different screen will order the words, kind of put them on a different line. You might realize that you missed a word just like I did. I want you to take that breath and I truly want you to have a deep inhale and a slow exhale. Do a couple of them if you need to until you can kind of get yourself feeling somewhat normal again. And then I want you to reread that. Look at it again and see if it is the same message or if maybe you missed a word. Another thing to consider is what is the underlying issue? Now with this, you're really going to have to dig deep and start looking at inside your internal underlying issue because it's really easy to be like, well, that individual is always blah blah blah, right? It's easy to put the blame on someone else. And I'm not going to necessarily say that you're totally wrong, but your reaction to it is what I want you to pay attention to. What is going on underneath that is causing that type of reaction? Because you might get the exact same Crappy phrase from someone else and not take it so personally. So, what is it about that individual or what is going on in your world that makes you feel that way and react in that way? Is it that you don't like that someone isn't in your fan club? I mean, to be honest, you can't please everyone. You can be doing 100% amazing things and there is always going to be a critic. There is always someone who's not going to love what you're doing and not going to be a member of your fan club. And that's okay. So why does that particular person push those buttons? Why do you give them so much power over your emotion and your happiness? And what can you do to change your buttons so that every time you start to get on the defense mode with that individual, you can start saying, okay, they're starting to trigger me. What can I do to let that go so that they don't get to me? I don't want to give them power and control over me anymore. The next thing I want you to do is to look at your life in general. Is there an area where you're feeling neglected or disrespected? So often we bring that perspective with us to other areas. So for example, if you're routinely being put down at home and then you're transferring that to conversations at the office, you may not necessarily be being put down at the office, but because you're on defense mode so much from being put down and disrespected at home, that you're automatically assuming that the conversations at the office are meant in the same way, or vice versa. If you have some disrespect going on in the office and people aren't listening to you, you don't feel like your voice is heard, you don't feel valued, and then you come home and you have interactions with your kids, you automatically jump to the fact that they're disrespectful too. They're not listening to you, they're not obeying. And maybe they're just being kids and it really has nothing to do with you, or maybe. You need to sit down and listen to them to figure out what's going on with them so that you can have a better understanding of the scenario. But see how that can change if something in one area of your life can transfer into other areas. If you don't really look at what's going on and intentionally keep those where they need to be within those areas that you need to work on. All right. The fifth and final is to remember that you always have a choice. You will never know what the intent of the comment was. Now, yes, when I go back to that original story, I left out one teeny tiny itty bitty word, which changed the tone that changed the meaning and hurt my feelings. I hurt my own damn feelings, right? But let's just pretend that I hadn't left out that word. Let's pretend that it was as it was stated. You can't read tone over text. Even emails now sometimes, maybe, and I know there's a lot you can infer, but bottom line, maybe you read it wrong, maybe they left out a word that changed a meaning, maybe it was a mistyping on their end. Maybe that you f- the fight that you had at home this morning put you on the defensive mode for the day, and it had nothing to do with that person or that email. That stressful day at the office put you on edge and when you got home and your child was just being playful and you took it as if they were being disrespectful. You don't know. And so remember that you always have a choice. You can choose to believe that they were intentionally being rude, that that was meant to purposefully hurt your feelings, or you can choose to believe that they didn't realize the tone in which that was going to be interpreted, or they were really busy and just did a super quick reply or sent a quick message and didn't mean for it to blow up the way that it did or cause the confusion or the hurt feelings that it did. Bottom line, you will never truly know someone's intent. You might think, you know, and a lot of times that's what I do, guys. I'm going to be 100% honest here. I think I know everything about everyone, right? So I feel like I am very well in tune to know when someone is meant to throw a jab at me, I know it's a jab. But what if it's not? What if I'm wrong? I will never truly know the heart of that person and the way in which that comment was meant. So since you have the choice, and since you never will truly know, you can choose to think that it was just they have poor communication skills. And then act from that place. My request to you is that you give a gift to yourself, that you slow down and be present in the moment. Because even if this person was rude to you yesterday, does not necessarily mean they're being rude today. Slow down and be present in the moment. And then test out these five ideas and see how they improve your communication at work and at home. The end result will be a happier and more self-aware version of you. And the people who benefit from that, not only you, but your close ones, your loved ones, your family, your colleagues, the people that you care about. The more you work on you and become more self-aware, the better your relationships are going to be in every area of your life. All right, my friend, that was kind of a lot. There's a lot of good stuff here. So if If you were busy, if you were multitasking, if you had a couple things going on and you didn't get to take notes, don't worry, I've got you covered. You can go to my website, theheartofconfidence.com forward slash communication failure, and you will be able to get the show notes. So I've got it all typed out for you. All of the five tips and ways to do better communication will be on my website. So save yourself a minute and jump over there and check it out. Again, that's theheartofconfidence.com forward slash communication failure. Thank you so much for listening. I release a new episode every Monday. So until next week, have a great one. And I will be back soon.